Today is Monday, February 15th, and you're listening to the morning announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. As I'm sure you've heard by now, former President Trump's Senate impeachment trial came to a close over the weekend in quite a dramatic fashion. In the end, the Senate voted 57-43 to acquit in the most bipartisan vote in a presidential impeachment trial in history. This was not without our favorite throwback from the Trump administration, a chaotic Friday night full of news breaks. First, news broke that Senator Tommy Tuberville had informed Trump that Mike Pence was being evacuated from the Capitol around the same time that Trump tweeted about how Pence lacked courage, which, if true, would be direct evidence of incitement because he was tweeting about him while he knew he was in danger. Another Friday night news break was that Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy had what reports described as an expletive-laced phone call while the insurrection was going on, where McCarthy tried to get Trump to call up his supporters and Trump replied, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you, Kevin. The account of the call was confirmed by Republican member of the House Jamie Herrera Butler, who was with McCarthy at the time. Butler was one of the 10 members of Congress who voted for the articles of impeachment in the House. All of these news breaks led to a scramble early Saturday morning where lead impeachment manager Jamie Raskin said he wanted to depose Butler in the trial and her contemporaneous notes, which led to a vote to call witnesses for the trial. However, things quickly turned around about two hours later when the impeachment managers and the senators reached an agreement to actually not go forward with calling witnesses and instead simply read Butler's statement verifying McCarthy's account into the trial record. Right after the vote to acquit, Mitch McConnell railed against Trump, saying that the insurrection was actually his fault and blamed his acquittal vote on the fact that the trial was not constitutional because Trump was out of office, even though he himself was the one who determined the timing of the trial and held it off until Trump would be out of office. In a press conference later on Saturday, Nancy Pelosi came out and criticized Mitch McConnell for this very reason. At the press conference, the impeachment managers also spoke about their decision not to call witnesses, saying that no amount of witness testimony would have changed the Republicans' minds because they were hanging their votes on saying that the trial itself was unconstitutional. I hate to pile onto the sense of hopelessness for the Republican Party, but immediately after the vote, the Louisiana GOP immediately censured the one Republican senator from their state, Bill Cassidy, who decided to vote to convict Trump. Maybe you're wondering, will Trump or anyone ever be held accountable for their attempts to overturn the 2020 election? Last week, it was announced that there's currently a criminal investigation in Georgia into whether former President Trump or his allies broke any Georgia laws while trying to overturn his loss in that state. And it was reported over the weekend that a conversation between Lindsey Graham and Brad Raffensperger from November 13th is now part of that investigation, where Graham allegedly asked Raffensperger whether he had the power to toss out all mail ballots in certain counties. Next, we have a story out of New York. Governor Andrew Cuomo is facing allegations that he and his administration withheld numbers of thousands of nursing home deaths from COVID-19 because they were concerned the data would be used against them by the Trump administration. The issue has grown over the past few months and weeks, and two weeks ago, Attorney General Letitia James' office released a damning report indicating that the state's Department of Health had undercounted the number of COVID deaths among residents of long-term care facilities by as much as 50%. Critics of Cuomo alleged that his administration was trying to cover up for their decision last March to force state nursing homes to accept COVID-positive patients who were discharged from hospitals, which ultimately led to more deaths. In response to the possible cover-up, more than a dozen Democrats in Albany have joined Republicans in suggesting Cuomo be stripped of the emergency powers he's had since the beginning of the pandemic. Here's a fun and frustrating story for the end of the podcast. 
According to documents obtained by Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo spent $10,000 of taxpayer money on embossed pens for dinner guests. According to a description from NBC News, when Pompeo was Secretary of State, he threw about two dozen small intimate dinners on the taxpayer's dime, aka your dimes, called the Madison Dinners. Basically, he and his wife would invite billionaire CEOs, Supreme Court justices, political heavyweights, and ambassadors, where they would talk about things loosely related to his job, and apparently he gave out pens. The custom pens cost $26 each and were made in, drumroll please, China. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post news updates throughout the day. Also be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betches Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betches Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.